morning. Happy Thursday. I don't know what day it is anymore, y'all. I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time it is <laughs> between going on vacation for my birthday and then coming back and having a holiday in the middle of the week. So strange. It's been such a strange week. I'm just here. I have to count the days to know where I'm at. Morning, Fedora. Morning, Akasha. How you guys doing? Ah, uh, happy Thursday. So, give me one second, you guys. I think. Is my mom ringing the doorbell? I think I'm gonna lock my mom out of the house. This is gonna be fun. Let's see. <laughs> you guys get an exclusive look into Des's life. Yep, I did. <laughs> uh, sorry, mom. I was going live. Oh. I couldn't hear you. Oh. <laughs> it's a I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought you were here. I didn't know you had gone. Okay. Okay. Oh, that was so fun. <laughs> what an eventful day. Okay, now I'm back. Okay. So now we can just jump right in. Today, we are here to talk about self-awareness. Self-awareness, y'all, it is so important. And I know I talk a lot about, um, <clears throat> recently I've been talking a lot about how relationships can be affected, right? Whether it's our relationship with just the world in general, or our friends, or our partner. I'm sharing a lot about my story right now. And so yes, I am sharing a lot about my relationship, right? But I wanted to remind you that you are a complete and whole woman without any validation of a romantic relationship. Um, it's really important for me to make sure that you understand that I do believe that. For me though, it is a priority to have that kind of relationship. Uh, no longer to my detriment though, right? I'm, a, I'm at a point where I now have found that it has to be healthy in order to exist. I'm no longer willing to accept the bare minimum to have that romantic relationship. But I've learned a lot about myself through the mirror of my relationship. And I think what I really want to drive home for you guys is that <clears throat> there can be no improvement in your relationship with money, in your relationship with time, in your relationship with your body, in your relationship with your energy and how you use it, in your relationship with your coworkers, your boss, uh, your friends, your family, your partners, there can be no improvement in any of these places on the outside 
without us doing the internal work. And the biggest piece of that internal work is becoming self-aware. Because not until we get self-aware can we actually start to do anything about it. If we feel like this is working, that there's nothing wrong with this, then, then you don't have to change. Like you can stay blind. It's a choice. I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not here to say you don't have a choice. I'm just saying if you have plans on moving out of the current space you're in in life, if growth is something you're interested in, then the very first place you get to be aware is within yourself. And I think oftentimes I, I will have clients and, and I can remember times in my own life where <clears throat> we think that because we're more self-aware than the person that we're dealing with or the, the thing that we're dealing with, um, that like, no, they need to meet us there. But, but we also can't, uh, in one of the slides I posted earlier this week, what did I say? I said, we can't poison the soil and then be mad at the harvest, right? So like, for example, <clears throat> I can't show up to an argument with my partner guard up already. I can't show up to a conversation with my partner expecting it to be an argument. You see that? You see how like a part of my brain already kind of made it that type of situation? But I used to, I used to approach conversations that way because they used to be hard. We used to butt heads so much. Oh my God. Oh, so exhausting. So glad it's over. <laughs> but I had to learn how to not show up to conversations expecting an argument because that energy was felt and whether or not I considered myself more self-aware, he was more aware of the fact that I was showing up defensive than I was. He didn't know that's what it was, but he could sense it, right? And he's like, oh, snap. <laughs> like, oh, we got, got a firecracker on our hands today. So just even showing up with that energy, but I had to become self-aware enough and honest enough that I also understood that behavior from myself, right? Like I, I, I've really come to understand how important death and rebirth is in our self-awareness process and how the more self-aware we get, the more humble we have to get actually quite opposite than you think like you think that these <coughs> excuse me guys these allergies you would think that these <clears throat> healers and and oracles and spiritual people that you follow have like this secret code right it looks like wow she just keeps growing and she just keeps expanding her life and oh my god it's so easy but it's not do you know how often 
<laughs> how often I get to have these hard conversations with myself. Like, I do it all day, every day. And they're not always super difficult. But, like, becoming self-aware means knowing how to reflect on things. And knowing how to pull yourself out of that emotional perspective. Right? And these are the things that translate to the physical world that we see. So, developing your self-awareness with or without a relationship, right? We don't have to do this externally. It's actually, in fact, more beautiful if we can do it internally first. And it's more seamless. The easier it gets with ourselves, the easier it gets with our friends. The easier it gets with our friends, the easier it gets with our partner, etc., etc., etc. Also, if you're lucky enough to have like a really great fucking friend <laughs> who is willing to be very emotionally intimate with you, that's a topic for another day. Shout out, Camilla. Love you, babe. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> number one, becoming self aware helps us practice emotional detachment. Practicing emotional detachment allows us to not get stuck in our feelings, which leaves us stuck in a certain place in our physical world, <clears throat> which then leaves us running the same cycles unconsciously, subconsciously, and then we're like, ah, why am I always here? <laughs> yes? Yes. So if we can do that within ourselves, then we can do that with our partner, friends, family, yada, 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 right? <clears throat> but again, it begins with the self. If self-awareness is something you want to curate, this is a part of your healing journey. It's also going to help you create perspective. It's going to help you slow down and minimize stress. When we minimize stress, then our body can be healthier. When our body can be healthier, then we don't have to work so hard to lose weight slash fat because that's actually what you want to lose. Um, and then when we don't have to work so hard to lose the fat, then we build muscle easier. When we build muscle easier, we have a healthier metabolism. When we have a healthier metabolism, we have a healthier hormone process. When we have a healthier hormone process, we have less stress. A miracle, all because you decided to practice a little bit of self-awareness. And this is super important because I know I also talk a lot about using fitness as an avenue to your spiritual journey, but this is not for everybody, okay? We are humans having an individual experience. So yes, while for most of us, the safest place to start is the weight room because we've put so much emotional emphasis on everything else in our lives. It's not the only place to start. Not everybody can start there. In fact, a lot of people who experience any kind of neurodivergence, it can be more overstimulating to start with the body. Because the body is already very responsive and overstimulated by the brain. So 
when I talk about using your physical energy or, or the physical world, I'm also just meaning like organic movement. Um, things like yoga, things like Pilates, things like uh, ecstatic dance, right? This is why these things are important because expressing our emotion in our physical body Literally, literally, because it's our physical body, you guys. It moves the energy. It moves the energy. And if you keep moving that energy, then the, then the healing process can start. And then as the healing process continues, you'll have another collection of energy. You'll move that energy. Do you see how these cycles are the healthy cycles that we want, right? We have to start at the place that we don't want to look, which is ourselves. <laughs> and I, I'm like you, I trust me. I know how hard it is. And I call this mirror work versus shadow work because shadow work, your shadow is the part of you that's always like, uh, she is, <laughs> she's the one who protects you in the streets, right? She just doesn't give up. But, but your, your mirror self is the one that can look at his or her or their emotions and thoughts and patterns with some emotional detachment. Because then that allows them to start making a little bit healthier choices. And then as we make those healthier choices, we go through the cycle again, we learn some more, we become more self-aware, we apply, and we heal. And it's just in baby steps. And then at some point, your physical body gets, it starts to understand, right? This is the reconditioning of the nervous system or the soothing of the nervous system. I don't want to call it deconditioning because you've been conditioned inappropriately anyways. Like we all have been conditioned inappropriately. We're going back to the roots of conditioning that we were born in. <laughs> so we're reconditioning, not deconditioning. <coughs> but in order to raise your nervous system's awareness, again, we have to raise our self-awareness. How we perceive ourselves, how we perceive the things that we like about ourselves or don't like about ourselves, the definitions of the things that we like about ourselves or don't like about ourselves, and how those definitions within ourselves can be so different from what other people perceive too. When I said earlier, if you can be lucky enough to have a really great friend, one of the best things my friend, I know I've told you guys this before, one of the best pieces of advice Camilla ever gave me was, See yourself through my eyes. Speak to yourself through my words. If I would never say that to you, you don't get to say that to you. And it completely changed the way that I spoke to myself. And then it changed how I spoke to and about other people, to and about other situations, right? It, it was a domino effect, but I had to start within me. Because if I, I can be as nice as I want to be, but if I can't be nice to myself, it's going to be limited. And I want to live an unlimited life. Period. So, yes, I use relationships as an example because I have so many good ones in my life. 
This has been on purpose. I've had to definitely curate and nurture them. <laughs> but I also want to remind you that the work does start within. We cannot make requests of things outside of us if we haven't done the alignment within us. I just really felt the need to like come back and follow up Tuesday's live with this one. So this was a bit of a channeled message and, and a little bit of a rant, a little bit of a de des download. Um, this will end up on the podcast too. So glow getters, when you guys tap in, you can leave me a comment, you can DM me, whatever. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining me live this morning. I just wanted to, like I said, give you this little download and reminder that your relationships are not a validation of your self-awareness, but in order to have healthier relationships like a lot of you want, whether that be in the relationships or separated from them, you have to start with the self. You have to begin from within and create that self-awareness. I hope you guys have a great day. See you tomorrow.